0: The Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio This is 95X WXRO, Beaverdam, Horicon, and Columbus A good 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 Karma Brands Brands radio Radio station station. Wake up With 95X Welcome to America's
1: favorite This
2: is a show that families enjoy. This is a family show? What kind of family?
1: Freaking weirdos, man.
2: I'd like to apologize to our listeners for my co-host's sudden and violent outbursts. This
3: show is fantastic. Ah, I knew it! This show is gleeful and bright! I think it's time to get started. Showtime! You're listening to
0: the 95X Morning Show.
4: Can you believe that we are almost to the halfway point of the month of June? Yeah, I kind of I think about that kind of stuff uh, just about every Monday morning when I come in. I think about, oh my gosh, you know, this or that or, wow, this is going to be a long week or this is going to be a short week. And today I came in and I sat down and I'm like, okay, today's the 13th, right? And I'm like, man, the month of June is only 30 days long. So we're like literally almost at the halfway point, which will be Wednesday, which will be our next Brat Fry, by the way, over at Animart. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Uh, It is Monday, the 13th of the 6th of the 22. This is the 95X Morning Show broadcasting from the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dells studio and streaming live on DailyDodge.com. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dells studios and streaming live on DailyDodge.com, this is 95X... Well, we've got a bunch of local baseball to be talking about. Uh, The upcoming Beaverdam Post 146 White Construction American Legion baseball action that will be on Daily Dodge TV presented by Columbus Family Dental, Hometown Glass and Improvement, and the Beaverdam Unified School District. We're talking now, these games are a little, you know, down the road a little bit, but we've got them coming up on Tuesday, June 28th, Thursday, June 30th, and Monday, July 18th. So we're going to keep the tradition rolling of bringing you some great sports on Daily Dodge TV throughout the summer. Yeah, you're never that far away, right? That's what it's all about, brother. That's what it's all about. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Uh, Yesterday turned out to be an absolutely lovely day. At first, it was looking kind of gloomy and kind of like, eh, what do you want to do? Let's sit around the house. And then all of a sudden, I I looked off to the north, and I saw a glimmer of blue. And that glimmer of blue got bigger and bigger and bigger, and pretty soon, we had the sun out, and it was a perfect day. I mentioned the fact that I was pulling weeds yesterday. I did that for part of the day, just to get outside and do something. I'm not that much of a fan of going out and doing yard work but yesterday was a perfect day to do it we're going to check your forecast plus laugh break it's all straight ahead here on 95X
0: from the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio this is today's best music 95X
1: wait for me to come home
4: from the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studios streaming live on DailyDodge.com this is 95X that's the 13th it is um, two days away from the halfway point of the month. Already. Yeah, ten days away from the Good Karma Brand John Moser Children's Radiothon. Excited for that. And it's just uh, unbelievable how fast time flies once you get past January and February. Yeah. Those two months just... its And you know what? I think, I think the best way of describing it, it is that snowball down a hill. It starts out kind of slow, and it starts to go and slow, and then all of a sudden it starts to get a little bit of momentum, and it starts getting a little bit faster and faster and faster, and before you know it, it's gone down the hill completely and smashed. That's kind of what it's like, isn't it? Yeah, I'd say that's fairly accurate. I see that you brought the... uh The next member of the Wilsky family to be a member of Good Karma Brands into the building today. Yeah, she uh, is going to be doing some work today with uh,
5: our marketing teammate, Taylor. Mm -hmm. And she needed to start at 9 a.m. And, of course, we have one working vehicle. And uh, so I wasn't going to leave early to go pick her up and bring her here. So I'm like, guess what? You're coming to work. And she was all gung-ho. She was up and ready to go this morning.
4: No problem. I guess the question that I have is, I know you only have like one car, but couldn't she have taken the boat? Um, I don't think there's a direct waterway connection with the boat, but you know. Yeah. I guess we can look into that. Right. <laughs> I guess that was just wishful thinking, right? Wouldn't that be nice? Plop her down in the Rock River and drive to work on your boat. Wouldn't that be a cool thing to do? That would be a lot of fun. Yeah, see? Well, uh, we're going to get you all caught up on the day's news. Ninja will enlighten us with what's going on around the world and around our area specifically. Coming up next,
0: from the Ho Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio. This is today's best music. 95 X. Good morning. Wake up. Wake up. Wake
4: up. Good morning, everybody.
0: On 95 X.
4: Once again, let's head back over to the Daily Dodge News Center to get this local news update with uh, Justin Wilski. What's happening?
5: The Wapon Fire Department is investigating why a gas main was struck during street reconstruction that led to 20 homes being evacuated. A four-inch gas main was struck by construction equipment on South Spring Street, or sorry, on South Street, around 3 p.m. Friday. It took around an hour to isolate the leak and crimp the lines. Residents were able to return to their homes around 6 p.m. No injuries were reported. The Beaverdam Unified School District will be providing free meals to children this summer. The district will distribute free meals to any person 18 years or younger and persons 19 or older with a physical or mental disability while schools are closed. Meal distribution will be held at the variety of locations throughout Beaverdam Monday through Thursday beginning today, June 13th. The program goes until August 11th and there are no meal pickups scheduled for July 4th through the 8th. A list of pickup locations as well as times is posted at dailydodge.com. And a church in Lebanon will host a food pantry distribution event tomorrow. The monthly Ruby's Pantry Food Distribution will be at St. Peter's Lutheran Church at W4661 County Road, MM. The cost is $25 per share, and those going can purchase more than one. Organizers say each share may not be identical, but will contain at least $100 to $150 worth of groceries. The event gets underway at 3.30 p.m. and continues to 6 p.m. or until all 312 shares are gone. To enter, drive through the fire station parking lot directly from Highway R. I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily
4: Dodge News Center. Oh, boy. You know, I wake up on a Monday morning. By the way, our uh, news today brought to you by Preferred Dental Partners of Beaver Dam and Horicon. And yes, they are accepting new patients. You wake up every once in a while, and one of the first things a lot of people think of when they first wake up in the morning is sleep. Like, oh, I didn't get enough sleep, or I want to get more sleep, or I can't wait to get back to bed. A lot of people do that when they wake up. The other thing that people think about, at least that sometimes it wakes me up, is my stomach going, oh. right? Mm-hmm. Have you ever had mm-hmm. that happen? I've had it happen plenty of times. Absolutely. You, you know, you're kind of minding your own business, and also you go, you, you wake up suddenly, you're like, ooh, what was that? And then also you hear, oh. you're like, I, I'm hungry? That's what woke me up, is I'm hungry? Of all things. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's a good thing, then, that Great Harvest Bakery is right down the road. And there's a good thing. It's probably open right now. Pretty close to being open. Yeah. Right? Great Harvest has all those great breakfast sandwiches that people can enjoy. All the great early morning treats that people love. Like maybe muffins or tea cakes or a scone? I mean, is it too early in the day to have a cookie, for crying out loud? I don't think so. Here's the thing I don't understand, and I'm going to have to talk to my friends at Great Harvest about this. Because I know that a lot of people say, oh, well, you can't eat cake early in the morning. That's not breakfast food. Flour, Mm -hmm. milk, Mm -hmm. butter, sugar... It's the same thing that goes into a muffin or a scone. Right. So why can't you have a cake early in the morning? Why not? Why can't you have a chocolate chip cookie or a Savannah bar early in the morning? You know what? I say for those people, fine. You can just have a cinnamon roll. Oh, oh, you had to bring that up, right? Sorry, I had to do it. You want me to get the microphone closer to my stomach? Because you're (laughs) going to hear it going crazy. If my stomach hears you say that word, those words put together, Great Harvest, cinnamon rolls. Oh, there it went. There it went. Oh, they're begging you, man. Uh, your stomach is begging you to stop at Great Harvest this morning. Um, fresh bakery, like l- like fresh this morning bakery. Right,
5: absolutely. You got say the doors open at seven a.m. Walk through, you're gonna get hit with the smells. And uh, I believe they're still doing the cup of coffee, yeah, right? Yeah, they're still doing the free coffee until 10 so, o'clock. So, I mean, you can get a cinnamon roll and a coffee before 10 o'clock and have a great breakfast. Uh, start your day off right. That's what it's all about, brother.
4: That's what it's all about. Great Harvest Bakery, downtown Beaver Dam. It's greatharvestbeaverdam.com for those of you that are, are looking to look them up on the web, which is really a good idea, and print off their, their schedule. It shows you what different things are made on what days, so that way, you know what you can expect. Like pepperoni rolls are every day, right? Um, and like their honey, their honey wheat bread is every day. But there are specific breads. There are specific uh, treats that mm-hmm. are made on on certain days. What what is um, the savings on something before you think you're getting a bargain? Like, um, for example, if you're someplace and you see a sign that says a percentage off, what percentage off? is going to be in your mind like, ooh, this is really a good deal? That's
5: a good question. I mean, I'm a little bit different than most. Like, I don't really consider things a good deal unless it's something I'm actually wanting to buy anyways. Right. And it's on sale. So
4: in other words, if you walk into a store and it says 50% off, it's not going to immediately draw you to it if it's not something that you had wanted in the first place. Exactly. Um, but I
5: know for some people, I mean, if they see 10% off, you know, they're jumping for joy. Um, you know, I, I know people who love when they get those uh, adverts in the mail from, like, Coles, and it says, you know, 10, 20, or 30% off, and they have to peel the little sticker, and right. when they get 30, oh my goodness, they are immediately at Coles buying a whole bunch of stuff they probably don't need. Yeah. Um, and that that's not me. I don't get excited no. by sales like that. Now, but uh if it is something I'm interested in getting, if I
4: can save 15%, I feel like I did a really good job. Yeah, the thing that I always I always look for is a bargain on workout clothes. Oh, there you go. Yeah, like that's what I like. Uh, a new poll, 25% of people said they don't consider something a good deal unless it's at least half off. Really? Yeah, that's 25% of the people. Another 25% admitted that they're Less likely to purchase an item if it's at full price. Uh Right. 75% say they'd be willing to wait up to a month for an item to go on sale before buying it at full price. I mean, there are times that you just need something. Yeah. You know, like, for example, maybe all of a sudden it gets to be wintertime and... You're like, oh man, we're going to get this blizzard. I don't have any decent winter boots. All of a sudden, it becomes a need issue, Uh and then you don't have a choice. Right. You know, if you could think about that in the middle of summer, like, hey, I'm going to need some winter boots. But who does that? Nobody. Nobody does that. Uh, By the way, 70% of people say they're confident. ...that they can find a deal on any item, but they might not tell you if they do. I don't know why not. (laughs) Only 49% say they share their bargain hunting secrets, while another 51% prefer to keep the deals they find to themselves. I don't know why you wouldn't share. You know, I know a few people who, for them, like certain items, like certain
5: branded items, are a sense of pride. And so if they happen to get those branded items at a really big discount... They don't want you to know they didn't pay full price. They want you to think that they're just out there balling with all the money. Yeah. So
4: I uh, I always look for the knockoffs. Same. Yeah, like my brand new pair of Nike shoes with two <laughs> e's. <laughs> right.
6: Here's a look at your weatherology forecast. A heat advisory will go into effect here Tuesday morning. We'll see a few scattered showers and storms possible late today, otherwise increasing cloud cover high in the mid-70s. Winds out of the east at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight's like chance for showers and storms early, cloudy alone near 66. Tuesday, sunshine high, 94 degrees. I am a meteorologist Jennifer Vucic, and your home for today's best music, 95X. Currently, it's 54. Introduced me to
0: interesting interesting entertaining
7: entertaining or
0: extra wacky you're having a psychotic episode that automatically puts me in charge you'll hear it right, right here. here it's the morning trifecta from 95x
4: okay let's go ahead and uh, get rolling with our morning trifecta trifecta brought to you by J&L Tire and Service Center the Highway 16 bypass in Watertown and also in Johnson Creek i'll go ahead and say it i was wrong i was uh, very very frustrated And I'm wrong. They did something. They actually did something. On Sunday, a group of Republican and Democratic senators announced that they have come to a tentative agreement on a bill that would match some new minor gun restrictions with major investments in mental health and school security. If it passes, it could be the most dramatic response from lawmakers in years to the mass shooting problem. A group of 10 Republicans and 10 Democrats signed the tentative bill, which indicates it would have enough support from Republicans to bypass a filibuster as well as the Senate supermajority vote that has halted previous gun bills. A statement from the group of senators read in part, Families are scared, and it's our duty to come together and get something done that will help restore their sense of safety and security in their communities. Most importantly, our plan saves lives while also protecting the constitutional rights of law-abiding Americans. It's something, right? I mean, it's not going to be the be-all, end-all, but it's a step in the right direction. And furthermore, it shows that both parties can work together. Get the right people together, Right. A historic heat wave in the West has forecasted to roll eastward this week after Phoenix, Las Vegas, and Denver joined a plethora of cities and towns posting record temperatures and more than 50 million Americans sweltering under heat advisories. Southerly winds will pump hot, humid air into the eastern two-thirds of the nation through Wednesday. The result, temperatures ranging from 10 to 30 degrees above normal for this time of year. Farther west, weekend temperatures in California's Death Valley climbed above 120 degrees, while in Phoenix, a man actually grilled hamburgers and baked a cake on his dashboard. (laughs) Parts of Missouri, Kansas, Louisiana, and Mississippi also saw weekend heat advisories. You can blame a northward bulge in the jet stream that unfolded over the southwestern states this week, allowing air more typical of midsummer to spread over the region. As heat and humidity build on Monday, a complete or severe storms may also track across northern Illinois, said the National Weather Service in Chicago. Dangerous heat and humidity will follow Tuesday and Wednesday. By the way, Denver hit 100 degrees on Saturday which is a record for that day and the earliest in the summer that they have ever hit that. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable right now. I mean, not like completely unexpected when you go down to Arizona and Southern California, but man, it's still hot. A lot of us have house plants. A lot of us are good at taking care of house plants. And then there are other people that are not so good at taking care of houseplants. Well, I want you to be healthy, and I want you to feel good. So if you are looking at dead houseplants, get rid of them immediately. Yes, if you've got houseplants that are dying, that you say, oh, I'm going to try to do something with, but it never works, just get rid of them. Because if a healthy house plant makes one relax, an unhealthy plant can do the exact opposite. And it's reality. It's called depression. A study done by the English Royal Horticultural Society found that dead or sickly house plants are worse than having no plants at all and should be removed immediately. Another conclusion was that people should avoid decorating their house or office with with plants that feature a lot of brown. So if you want to have the right house plant so that you're feeling up-tempo and happy, don't have something that is covered in brown. Large section of the participants said it didn't make them feel good, but rather sad. Oh, by the way, spherical or conical shapes should be preferred to... Spreading plants as well. So there you have it. That's how to have good house plants versus bad house plants. And that is your morning trifecta. Again, brought to you by the good folks at J&L Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 Bypass in Watertown, and also in Johnson Creek. Happy birthday today to Soren Rostad. Happy birthday, Soren Hope you have a great birthday. Oh, you don't know who he is? I didn't know who he is either. I know he's from uh he's he's from uh what? Uh what what Danish country? Would that be the Netherlands? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, his birthday is today. He was born in 1969. He was part of a group that came out in the 90s. They had one hit. One hit in 1997 that went number 1. One hit that a lot of people would like to forget. But not us, because it's our kicking It Classic.
8: If it's going on in local sports, you'll find it at DailyDodge.com.
0: Wake up with 95X. I take you guys running with me each morning. Oh,
1: it's awesome. Listen to it every morning and you're
0: good to go. They rock! Woo. Today's best music, 95X.
4: Let's talk a little weather, shall we? Oh, I think that's a marvelous idea. By the way, our weather this hour brought to you by the folks at Menards, where right now you can always find everything that you need for your home, whether it be paint. Maybe you're painting, you know, something on the outside or redoing something on the inside. New cabinets. Of course, all the landscaping stuff. It's at Menards, north uh, of Beaver Dam. Uh, Make sure that... uh, when you're out there, you've been looking at the things that can cool you down a little bit. I don't know what that might be, but maybe there's something out there that'll cool you down. Jennifer is joining us right now. Speaking of cool, we're going to talk about some, some heat that's coming in. Heat advisories already posted for our area. I understand it was 100 degrees uh, either yesterday or the day before in Denver, Colorado, Jennifer. De- 100 degrees.
2: Sure, whatever you say. Jeepers.
4: All right, so I was, um, of course, you know me when it comes to weather. I'm a complete nerd um, and like to learn as much as I can about this. So an article that I read this morning said that basically this is all due because of a huge dome that's pushing up the jet stream. Now, Mm -hmm. the jet stream typically will start to kind of meander up there, but is this a little early for that? No, it's a little late. Usually we see
6: this in May. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, no, this is this is it 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 kind of teeters back and forth so it doesn't just go straight north. Right. Um it'll go north and then kind of go south and then, you know, at this point it just it just it kind of wavers back and forth a little bit. So, um but this is a little late actually. Usually we start to see this kind of, you know, more consistent hot weather in June. Than we have because I feel like most of the time it's been it's been rather pleasant as far as the actual temperatures are concerned.
4: Right. Yeah. It has been very nice, but now all of a sudden uh, a lot of people going to be heating up, and mm-hmm. it sounds like what you you told me off air that the heat advisory. First of all, when does it kick in? But you said it goes until what uh, Wednesday evening. Yeah. So it kicks in tomorrow
6: morning at eleven, and then goes till Wednesday at eight p.m.
4: Wow. Yeah. People are going to have to get ready to some very, very hot weather, especially coming in tomorrow. Give us details on what we're going to be expecting.
6: Yeah, so today we are looking at a few spotty areas of showers and thunderstorms for the morning hours, but a better chance for showers and storms in the afternoon today. Cloudy skies develop, highs getting up right around about the mid-70s. So today, temperature-wise, is actually going to be our coolest day for this particular forecast. We should be right around about the upper 70s, so we've been just slightly below average for this time of the year. We also do have a slight risk for severe weather, so definitely someone will keep you posted on here throughout the day and evening hours tonight as we have a slight chance for showers and storms tonight as well. Cloudy overnight, lows around about 66. For your Tuesday... Again, as we were mentioning, it's going to be a hot day. We have that heat advisory going into effect at 11 a.m. tomorrow. Sunny skies, highs around about 94 degrees. Heat indices over 100 tomorrow. And then fear day on Wednesday, a chance for some showers and thunderstorms. Looks like mainly in the afternoon hours. Blend of clouds and sunshine develops, high around about 92, another hot, sticky day. A little bit cooler for the uh, end of the work week here. Thursday, sunny, high of 85, then 80 degrees here on Friday with mostly sunny skies. I mean, urologist Jennifer Wuchitski.
4: So we could be setting ourselves up for what looks like a, a could be a really pleasant weekend then, right? Um,
6: I mean, we'll still be in the 80s for the weekend.
4: So okay. Yeah. yeah, not bad. Father's Day weekend, not bad to have mm-hmm. those temperatures nice enough to be able to sit outside. A new study at the University of Arizona found something very interesting. Now, Jennifer, you've been married for several years now. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like you sleep better if your husband is beside you, or would you sleep okay if he was gone for a week?
6: I sleep fine either way.
4: All right, so it does not not matter to you, huh? Nope. Yeah, mm-hmm. a new study at the University of Arizona found adults tend to sleep better together than they do apart. Benefits include less insomnia, more minutes spent sleeping, and we also fall asleep faster. People who sleep in the same bed with a significant other also have less stress, anxiety, and depression. But that doesn't hold true for letting your kids sleep with you. People who <laughs> let their kids in their bed sleep worse and have more stress overall. Yeah, I, I 100% could see that. 100% could see that.
6: Yeah, this is unpleasant.
4: No, it's just like... um. I'm probably going to ruffle a few feathers or some fur, but I'm not a person that believes in letting pets sleep in bed either. Cats. hey. Sorry,
6: our cats sleep in our bed. Yeah, um, but you know they're so tiny; they have, they don't take up
4: much space. No, I, I'm and I and that's not what I'm afraid of. The exa- the anxiety that I would have is that I would roll over on them because.
6: Agile beings—they're fine. They would—you wouldn't crush them. They'd be
4: like, "All right, all right time to move." Right. Yeah, I just—I'm I, paranoid about that. I—that's what would—that's where the anxiety would come in for me. Even though you said that they're agile and they move and every—in my mind, I still would be nervous about it. I remember—I um, think when when our one of our daughters was little, and she was crying in the middle of the night. I remember bringing her, you know, kind of like just like laying with her in bed, and I was nervous enough about that, even though it wasn't going to be like for any long period of time, it was just to settle her down. Uh, not just, I get, the anxiety that I feel from that is I'm, I feel like I'm this big 500-pound guy that's going to roll over and crush somebody or something. So I got to deal with that. I got to deal with that. <laughs> Anyways, Jennifer, next time around, we'll uh, get the game out for you, and of course, your five random facts. Sounds great, thanks. All right, there's Jennifer with a look at the weather forecast today. One of the things that you can do to kind of help um, take off stress is do something fun. You know, do something that you enjoy. Do something that entertains you. And Ho-Chunk Wisconsin Dells has got your back with that. Because, yes, they've got the great gaming. Yes, they've got the bingo and they've got all the other fun stuff. But they also have something very, very exciting coming up on the 24th. And that is that um, Cruising the Dells giveaway. They are going to be giving away a 2022 Chevy Silverado pickup truck. Uh-huh. Cruising the Dells giveaway. You can find out more by logging on to their website or just their Facebook page and find out more about this great giveaway. Plus, they've got a lot of shows coming up. Uh, that you'll want to partake in. You know, some great um, country artists and some great artists overall are going to be there, so make sure you uh, check that out as well on their website or on their Facebook page. Ho-Chunk, Wisconsin Dells.
8: The Horicon High School softball team brought home the state runner-up trophy after being edged by Grantsburg 3-2 in the WIAA Division IV Championship game Saturday at the Goodman Diamond in Madison, a game you heard on 1430 WBED. Head coach Roger Schliebe told me after the game he couldn't be prouder of his squad.
3: It was a good team, and we were a good team. I mean, it was just a fun game to play in. 3-2 is nothing to shake a stick at, and for this team to take second in the state, we wouldn't have dreamed at the beginning of the year, but they've come a long ways. This team ran from being a decent team to a great team for us.
8: For the Marsh Ladies, it was the second time they finished state runner-up going along with the four state titles they've won in the nine appearances at the state tournament. Beaver Dam post 146 White Construction's American Legion Baseball squad back home tonight. They'll host Brownsville at 6 o'clock over at the BDHS Diamond. Willie Thomas and Andrew McCutcheon went deep as the Brewers snapped an eight-game slide with a 4-1 win at Washington on Sunday afternoon. Hobie Milner picked up the win in relief of Jason Alexander.
2: A lot of guys did good things. Got a great effort from the bullpen today. You know, excellent innings from everybody. Hobie Milner's been outstanding here, um, and, and you know, despite a bunch of losses in this stretch, he's been he's been absolutely outstanding, and it was really good today. And I thought the key to the game really.
8: Mets manager Craig Council. Josh Hader struck out the side in the ninth for his 19th save. The win was Craig Council's 563rd, which tied Phil Garner for the most in franchise history. Off day today for Milwaukee. They'll open up a three-game set in New York with the Mets on Tuesday night. In the NL Central, the Cubs were pounded by the Yankees 18-4. The Pirates fell to the Braves 5-3. And the Reds edged the Cardinals 7-6. Packers open up their final week of voluntary organized team activities today in Green Bay. Training camp will open next month. Game 5 of the NBA Finals is tonight in Oakland as the Warriors and Celtics are tied at two games apiece. The Stanley Cup Finals are set as Colorado will host Tampa Bay in Game 1 on Wednesday night. Daniel Suarez won the NASCAR Cup Series race at Sonoma while Joseph Newgarden took home a million dollars by winning the IndyCar Series race at Road America on Elkhart Lake. Thailand's Tung Chai JD won the AmFam Championship on the Champions Tour at Madison's University Ridge by one shot over Tom Pernice Jr. It is your dailydodge.com sports update. I'm Way Bates. I
1: do the same thing. I told you that I never would. I told you I changed. Even when I knew I never could. I know that I can't find nobody else as good as you. I need you.
0: What's happening in Hollywood? I am going to Hollywood.
1: Movie stardom is
6: just
4: so hollow. Welcome to
6: Hollywood. What's your dream? This is
0: Entertainment News from the 95X Morning Show.
4: All right, it's time for us to talk a little entertainment news today. <sighs> Brought to you by JNL Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 bypass in Watertown and also in Johnson Creek. Saturday was such a dreary rainy kind of yuck day yesterday was going to be the same and
7: then yeah where'd that come from
4: oh i don't care where it came from it was so nice getting
7: nice very very late in the day on saturday like the sun actually came out because i went for a walk during that time because i was surprised that it the rain was supposed to originally have lasted longer on saturday than it did
4: uh, but man, my wife and I celebrated by pulling weeds. That sounds awful. I went, <laughs> I
7: went golfing yesterday. <laughs> Haven't been golfing in quite a while, so that was fun. That's
4: good. Mm-hmm. No, it was just it was it was again nice to be out in beautiful Hope-side. weather. Outside, yeah, just yeah. getting that, that beautiful air.
7: My allergies are paying for it a little bit this morning, but I think a lot of it is are. worth it. A lot of people have that
4: situation. It seems like uh, when I when I had problems with allergies. You know, twenty-five years ago, um, it seemed like it was only two times during the year. He mm-hmm. it was at early spring, and then it was the, the once the right before the frost in the fall.
7: Yeah, mold is a big allergy in the fall, and um, the spring, of course, the blooming. And yeah. I, I have the same trouble areas. My biggest though is trees, like, and I seem to be more allergic to certain types of trees than others because the very beginning of blooming doesn't bother me. This time, right now, when others Mm knew, yeah, those get to me, so I don't know what it is.
4: Good (laughs) news is I didn't get as many whirly birds in my backyard this year either. Oh my
7: gosh, those
4: things are annoying. Uh, Last year was the biggest crop I think we've ever had. It was just, I mean, it was five-gallon pail full uh, that I would, yeah, like sweep off my deck in the driveway. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's Because I've got three trees. Oh, yeah. And two close by, so... The other ones go in the I backyard. Do I don't really care about those. Yeah, they right. fall in the grass whatever. Just the ones on the Just the ones on the deck side. and on yeah. the driveway. I get it. So, uh, entertainment news. There there was a pretty big story that came out this weekend in, including a uh, pretty darn famous singer.
7: Yeah. Um, and I don't know if anybody has had the have you seen the video of him talking?
4: I saw yeah, and I was like, "Wow, it looks
7: Yeah, it's this is a real thing. Uh Justin Bieber has been battling a serious virus. One that has left the right side of his face paralyzed and he'll need to take some time off to work on getting better. He was supposed to be at Summerfest. I'm guessing he's probably not going to be there. Um, Here's Justin explaining he's been diagnosed with Ramsey-Hunt syndrome.
2: I have Ramsey-Hunt
9: syndrome. It is from this virus and has caused my face to have paralysis. This is pretty serious. Obviously, my body's telling me I got to slow down. I'm going to get better. I'm doing all these facial exercises to get my face back to normal. It will go back to normal. And we don't know how much time that's going to be, but it's going to be okay.
1: And I have hope. I trust God. It's all for a reason. But in the meantime, I'm going to rest and I love you guys.
4: Um, have you ever known anybody that had like a Bell's palsy? Uh huh. Um, or that type of thing. It's similar to yeah, that, I mean, the paralysis yeah. part of it.
7: Um, the unfortunate part of it, and I hope he's able to overcome it, is that a lot of people don't fully recover from it. Really? I was reading about it over the weekend. Oh, man. So, but yeah, I, I watched the video where he was doing this speaking that we just listened to, and um, you could see it. Like, you could definitely see it. The one side of his face literally did not move. That eye did not blink. And he, all the movement was just on the other side. And I don't
4: mean this to be, I'm not trying to be funny, but he, it, it kind of looks like Two-Face in the Batman movie. A little bit. I in, in mean, the, it was very split. the Batman split. movie, yeah.
7: Very split. It was a noticeable, noticeable thing. Right. So... Boy, he and uh, his wife had have had some health issues. Oh, she had that stroke in yes, the last yeah. year. Yeah, such a young They're age. They're so
4: young, right? And I think that if you had asked me ten years ago,
7: mm-hmm.
4: um, I would have said, "Well, he's just gonna he's going to be one of those people that's going to end up dying of like a drug overdose or something like that." Because he got himself in, in a pretty messed up world. He did, but it seemed like getting married and everything like that has so far. Fingers crossed.
7: He's been pretty good for a couple years he now. He has
4: really, has um, really settled down.
7: He has. I'm, I'm actually a fan, and not even that much of his music. I don't know a lot of his more current music, but um, I like him. Don't you? Uh, don't you
4: think that as humans, we like the comeback story? We do. We like the, the person that was down. And mm-hmm. everybody thought it was out, and then all of a sudden they make a comeback, yeah, I mean, I'll tell you honestly, comebacks aren't easy. I don't know, I don't know if if Robert Downey jr. would be as popular had he not had the downside first, maybe he would have because he's kind of a cool guy, uh, but
7: I think he probably would have just because he already had a pretty good career going when he was <laughs> dabbling in things that were dangerous to him, right. but um. But I get what you're saying. I mean, the comeback story is definitely an attraction for a lot of people because I think we all know comebacks aren't easy. No, they're not. Sometimes they are terribly, terribly difficult. And uh, to see people be able to do it is a, is a really great thing. It yep. gives other people hope. I agree. I agree. Yeah. As of Sunday night's Tony Awards, Jennifer Hudson reached EGOT status. Yeah. She's won an Emmy two Grammys, an Oscar, and now a Tony for producing, co-producing this year's best musical, A Strange Loop. She joins this milestone status with 16 other entertainers that include Whoopi Goldberg, John Legend, Mel Brooks, Audrey Hepburn, and Rita Moreno. Jennifer Hudson took home the Academy Award in 2006 for Dreamgirls, in case you didn't remember that her debut album earned a grammy and she also produced the vr animated film baby yaga for a daytime emmy oh it's a big deal you think about where she started it was a uh, it wasn't the voice it was the other one right um, american idol american idol i think that's the show she, she, she was finished on right top Yes, yeah, she didn't finish in the top six. top like she didn't win it
4: no no no. She didn't um, but win it. she
7: sure has well really she made a career for herself. she
4: has parlayed herself into something way bigger than just being a musical artist mm-hmm. i mean really when you think about it
7: yeah i mean she's been in a lot of movies and stuff great too, career so, great yeah. career and she's still young yep ish mm-hmm Britney Spears' first husband, Jason Alexander, not only is bad at wedding crashing, he's also apparently a bad house guest who allegedly swiped jewelry from a woman who let him rent a room. His antics at Britney's wedding have him in a whole lot of legal trouble trouble beyond the trespassing and battery. Uh, He already had a few felony arrest warrants in Napa County where cops say he made off with a $2,000 bracelet. Uh, He's been charged with two felonies there including grand theft, related to the 2015 incident. And according to law enforcement, he had only been living in the woman's house for about a month when she started noticing jewelry missing. Sounds like a good dude, not so much, you know? Yeah. Um, did you see pictures of the wedding? Brittany and her new husband? No,
4: I did not. I, um... She looked really lovely. I know her and Madonna had to do their kiss again. Yeah, whenever.
7: But um, her guests, it was an interesting combination. Um, you know, she it was very intimate. Nobody from her family was there. Yeah. The only person she invited from her family was her brother, and he did not go. Um, her mom did send her congratulations note, though. On Twitter or Instagram or something. Know, something. Yeah, it was something public like that. Yeah, but uh, she looked really, really pretty. And for what it's worth, the guy she married, Sam Isgari, his ex said that uh, Brittany got herself a really good guy, a really good husband. Really? That's what she said. She came up publicly and said that.
4: I wonder uh, why they're exes then. Yeah, I don't know, but
7: take that for what mm-hmm. it's worth. Halsey is firing back at their former nanny who is suing the singer over being fired. Uh, the nanny was simply fired for a potential danger to Halsey's kids. So here's the deal. Uh, Ashley is the nanny. What's, which is
4: also the name of Halsey. Did you know that her name is Ashley?
7: No, did she just shift it around to make it Halsey? Uh, those are the same letters.
4: Right, that's probably exactly what she did. Her name was Ashley Fragglepain.
7: A whale pain. yeah,
4: some a, a like a goofy sounding last name, like like Franglepain
7: or something like that. Interesting, I'd never heard that before. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so the nanny is reportedly suing for disability discrimination and retaliation, claiming she was fired for taking time off work for an emergency medical procedure. Uh, but that's not the way Halsey sees things. Uh, uh, she thinks the allegations are baseless and um it was the termination was in response to specific incidents in which Halsey's infant was left unsupervised in an unsafe location while under the nanny's care and it was discovered the nanny was intoxicated while the child was in her care ooh so those aren't good things no and if those are true she deserves termination that that sounds like a that sounds
4: like a cool movie the drunk nanny <laughs> Or how about how about a band, the Drunk Nanny? The Drunk Nannies, yeah, sounds like an Irish pub band to me. It does,
5: it does, <laughs> and that could just be because the word "drunk." I was going to say, is it, is it
7: the drunk part? Know, I realize yeah,
4: it's a stereotype. Yeah, you can be but... careful. Or you, may, no, Justin thought the word "nanny" sounded Irish. Yeah, yeah all right.
7: That's it. <laughs> um, the hang on one second. Sorry, I had to scroll for a second. Um, The husband of country music singer Sarah Evans will not be spending any time behind bars in his domestic violence case. Um, Jay Barker, a former University of Alabama quarterback, ended up agreeing to a best interest plea, in quotes, in which he pled down from felony aggravated assault with a deadly weapon to misdemeanor reckless endangerment. Uh, He was arrested back in January for allegedly trying to slam his car into the car in which Sarah was riding. Cops say Sarah told them she was in the passenger seat of a friend's car, leaving a party when she saw Jay gunning his car in reverse, trying to hit them. Sarah and her friend got lucky, though. He missed. Eh, they're yeah they're still married,
4: but they're separated. That's probably why he's not an n f l quarterback yeah uh no, a couple things about this first of all, number one, i didn't realize this. I think Jay Barker was drafted by the Green Bay Packers originally was he really and didn't, and didn't make the team i hmm. think and then number two um she has not had she's not had a good run with guys her first husband no. her first husband was the some something in politics, a state representative or something like that. And I think he had an affair or he got caught with child porn or something. It was something pretty bad that he left her for. And so she's uh she's unfortunately one other country music story that didn't
7: I was gonna bring up. Oh, okay, that go up. ahead. Go ahead. Toby Keith um came out and let everyone know that he has been battling stomach cancer for a number of months now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of kept it private for a while, but uh, he has now come out and talk about it. God, that's not good.
4: No, not, that's kind of rough. Mm-hmm. That's kind of rough. I don't know if is he is, you know, back twenty years ago, he was the biggest thing on the planet. Like around twenty, like when he, he around with when uh, two thousand and one, with the whole nine eleven thing. Yeah, he came out with the song that was big. Yeah, so
7: yeah, he's been. Oh,
4: what happened to your microphone? I don't know here. Jiggle the wire once. The wire, no, the other wire on top, that one. This wire. Yeah, I have no idea what happened to your microphone. It cut out. There we go.
7: There it goes. Am I here? Yep, there you are. You're there. there hey. you are. Yay. Uh, he hasn't been around. You haven't heard no. much about him in quite a while, really. No. So hope hope he gets well. Yeah. Hope he can beat this. LeBron James and Michael Jordan have a new member in their small but growing club of billionaire athletes. On Friday, Forbes announced golfer Tiger Woods recently reached an estimated net worth of $1 billion. The 46-year-old's new billionaire status is primarily thanks to his lucrative sponsorship and endorsement deals, including partnerships with major brands such as Nike, Gatorade, and Monster Energy. Forbes estimates Woods, one of the most famous athletes in all of sports, has earned a total of $1.7 billion in salary over his 27-year career. Representatives for Woods did not immediately return People's Request for comment on Friday. And as mentioned, he joins lebron james and michael jordan Jeez, in that that's, category well i mean the endorsements that yeah. those guys get is
4: just absolutely ridiculous
7: mm-hmm.
4: now does this mean he gets his own
5: space jam film
7: i hope not how do you do space jam with a golfer
5: i don't know Then call it something else but still will be space jam
7: i don't see him i mean doing i don't Jordan's see going. he does
4: not have the kind of personality you don't think so? No, he, no, I mean he does not have that. Does personality. LeBron James have the kind of personality? I think LeBron James no, got
7: more of a personality than but, Tiger Woods does. But the difference is that LeBron James thinks he has the personality. Gotcha. That. Gotcha. That is important, I guess. Yeah. The guy that
4: should get uh, Space Jam is Giannis. That would actually oh, be very he'd be funny. entertaining. Yeah, he'd
7: be good in that.
4: He likes telling bad dad jokes. He'd be he more animated being, than the character. He,
7: yeah, he, he would. Likes being, he likes being funny. He's a funny guy. Yeah. Yeah. Rumors and reports are swirling that Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers has a new girlfriend. I don't think this is true, though, right? I thought he just had an admirer. Her name is Blue of Earth. That's Blue, B-L-U. And she supposedly claims that she is a witch and a medicine woman. On one hand, there's no judgment. Like, we don't judge that, right? Right, no. It's okay. She can do whatever she wants. As long as she's not hurting anybody else, right? If she's fun and nice then we can wish them right. well. Mm-hmm. But, um, I don't know. That kind of makes you chuckle, though, doesn't it? Uh, well, name? yeah, of course <laughs> it makes me chuckle. Bluebird. Here's what I read. Okay, I read that she's an admirer of his. I did not see that they were actually linked together. Oh,
4: boyfriend-girlfriend?
7: Yeah. So, she's cute. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't get involved with him. He seems like a control freak. Uh,
5: well, I mean... I mean, if she's a witch, maybe she read her tarot and some bones and it was a good thing. That's possibility.
7: <laughs> I mean, it, it's possible. It is possible.
4: You don't argue with the cards. The cards okay, so right. so you say that he's controlling. I want to know why he dumped Danica Patrick.
7: Uh, for Shailene Woodley. The,
4: So that was the main reason. It wasn't like he was like...
7: No, I think it's because someone else caught his eye.
4: So there was something new and shiny in the corner?
7: Yeah, exactly.
4: Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming.
7: And as we've talked about before, Danica's the one that introduced them. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. I felt like he was well paired with Danica Patrick.
4: I thought so, too. Yeah. Both big egos. Yeah. So if Danica
5: introduced him to Shailene, and she's kind of a new age type, did she introduce him to
7: Blue? You know, that's a great question, and I actually wondered about that. And he has, I think, over the last handful of years or so, has kind of shifted to seem like he he might be into that new age stuff. So, I mean, this is possible, but oh, like yeah. I said, what I read stated that she was an admirer of his. I didn't even get that they had actually met. So, let's make
4: sure you get this right. He goes from um, Olivia Nunn, Olivia Munn, right? right, Famous actress. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then he... Absolutely gorgeous. Then for, right, exactly. Then goes from her to Danica Patrick, who's obviously also very, very pretty. Oh, yeah. Um, then she... Introduces him to Shaylee Woodley, who's a little bit, kind of a hippie type, Mm -hmm. right? Now he goes from that to even a more extreme hippie. So about two or three chicks down the road, Aaron Rodgers is going to be with an alien, like, from (laughs) outer space. Yes.
5: I'm just hoping that if they are together, he doesn't do anything to ruin that relationship, because if she puts a hex on our season, we're screwed Oh, forward.
7: I know.
4: Oh. She gets
7: out the voodoo doll mm-hmm. that's got long hair and a Stabbing beard. Stabbing him. Right. Um, <laughs> In the shoulder. This is, funny. <laughs> is this is this person blonde?
5: Uh, From the pictures I'm seeing here, Brownish. she looks like a brunette.
7: I was going to say, because he seems to have a type. He, he likes, likes the, the long, dark-haired yeah, ones. He right. Yeah, he does. All right, all right. Aaron (laughs) Rodgers. Loki is one of the few LBGTQ characters in the Marvel Universe, and Tom Hiddleston is proud of that. Mm -hmm. He said, quote, The Marvel Cinematic Universe has to reflect the world we live in, so it was an honor to bring that up. It was really important to me. And for anyone who's mad that Marvel is forcing gayness on you, those were in capital letters, those two words, you should know that Loki's fluidity goes all the way back to the original Norse legend. Tom says, quote, Back from my early days of researching the character in the ancient myths, the identity of Loki was fluid in every aspect and in gender and sexuality. It's a very ancient part of the character. I thought about it, and it hadn't emerged in the stories we've told, and I was really pleased and privileged, actually, that it came up in the series.
4: Mm-hmm. So awesome. well, I mean he's supposed to be this character that just changes constantly. Right. Well, so in the mythology he
5: actually gives birth a couple of times to things, so he's been both male and female
7: oh, really? as part I didn't of that know gender that.
5: fluidity. So Well,
7: that's interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that. I'm not The three-headed
5: familiar. dog in Norse mythology was actually one of his children.
7: Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How but, did you not know that? You watch all this stuff, don't you?
4: Well, I don't I, mean, I don't this is I, from the actual mythology, right. Mythology, I mean, I know oh. I uh, my Roman and Greek mythology is pretty darn... It's pretty spot on, but I my Norris mythology is not that great. You and my middle child get along very, very well. I mean, cuz when you said three-headed dog, I thought of Hydra. Right. Yeah. Right? Uh, right? You, you, guys you think are, of like Hydra.
7: Speaking a foreign language to Or the me three-headed right now.
4: dog, the three-headed dog at uh, the gates of hell. Um. Uh, Hades uh, three-headed dog. Cerberus, which, yeah. Cer- yeah, Cerberus, yep. That's yeah, Cerberus,
7: that's what it yep. is. Yeah, I knew it was on the tip of my head. Because Hydra, if you cut one
4: head off, two more grow. Right. Kind yep. of a thing.
7: Ooh.
4: We actually like to make fun of our uh, my middle child,
5: Ember, because she loves everything like Greek and Roman mythology, but she can't always pronounce everything. So for the longest time, she kept saying Tartarus wrong, and she kept saying like Tartar sauce. Tartar like, sauce, sure.
4: That, that's that, cute. Mm-hmm. It. I'm sorry, that's adorable. It's adorable,
5: but Delicious. now we make fun of her
7: tartar sauce
4: but,
5: yep you're going to, if you're going to tartar sauce just bring your fish sticks it'll be fine
4: Ah, mm. that's cool that's why I loved uh, that's why I loved the uh, Disney animated movie Hercules oh yeah because all of the different characters that you know kind of got brought <laughs> together although I don't think Megara Mag- was actually a real <laughs> character
7: Um, and lastly John Cena made oh. one kid's fantasy Did into a it? real life storybook ending I have not seen it Showing up to meet a boy who was told his family was fleeing Ukraine just to meet the wrestling superstar. Wow. So did you see it? Yes. So um, John Cena popped up in Europe to meet Misha Rohuzin. It's a She's a teenager. He. He? Oh, Misha? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. My mistake. A teenager with Down syndrome who was forced to escape his native city in recent months because of the Russian attack. Wow. So Misha is nonverbal, was confused and distressed about leaving home, didn't understand what was happening, so his mom told him a story to help. She convinced her son that they had to leave so that they could go to have a face-to-face with Sina, who is Misha's hero. The kid has a ton of attire bearing John's face, so upon hearing this, he was able to be convinced to embark on the dangerous journey. Aww. Gets even better. John was apparently made aware of this teen's dream and ventured over to Amsterdam, where they'd successfully fled to and closed the loop on what had been promised. Totally awesome. Yeah. The video itself tells the full story. I'll have to look that up. Um, but more importantly for Misha, this was a really big deal. Looks, uh, looks like this was everything yep. that this teenager could hope for, and then some.
4: Yeah, and his mom, too. Yeah, his, seeing his mom's reaction when Cena gets out of the car is is worth it. It's really, worth the view. Yeah,
7: really touching. Yep. Yeah, there's yep. a great
5: picture of the two of them standing next to each other, and I love the fact that John Cena doesn't just show up in like everyday clothes. Like he's wearing his own gear. Right. And he's got like wrestling like sweatband on his oh, elbow really? and the whole thing. So like it really stands out as like oh yeah this is you know superstar John Cena right there.
7: That's cool. Yeah.
4: He's done so. He's done so many of these things before. With kids. with kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
7: he's pretty big with the kids. I mean,
4: it's just like, it, you could say the same thing about Johnny Depp mm-hmm. showing up just unannounced yeah. at hospitals, dressed up like Captain Sparrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there are people that just have, that love kids mm-hmm. and love doing this kind of stuff. Cena is one of the biggest ones for doing this kind of stuff. And for some
5: of them, like, John is a great example of where, like, he, he's not afraid to be like... I'm here because of the hard work i put in mm-hmm. but i'm here also because of you know luck timing right place right you know everything and so using that position to do some good is kind of an obligation he feels he has to do because
4: mm-hmm. not everybody's in his role not everybody can be where he's at right. he's like i'm in europe i got a jet we're seeing him yeah <laughs> Just why not done
7: Speaking of him, have you guys seen the movies Daddy's Home and Daddy's Home 2? He yes. was in those, right? Yeah. That was him? Yeah. Have you seen those? No. You need to. Now, I know you're not a Will Ferrell fan. He's I know, that in That Mark Wahlberg's in them, too. Right. And I know you love him. And then John Cena, too. Those are really cute movies. Really like them. You would so, enjoy them.
5: there's another movie he did that me and my wife absolutely love. It's hilarious. Um, I'm not sure if I can say the title on air. Oh, okay. But, uh... Um, Who else is in the movie? Oh, actually, I can, because they refer to the movie as blockers. Okay. So the first word is, is oh, okay. omitted. But uh, it, it's got him in it, it's got a few other big names, and it's all about these parents who's got kids in high school. And these kids all make a pact that they're going to go to this big party, and by oh, the end yeah, of this I've party, seen that. Yeah. they're all going to be uh, losing their V-card, so oh. to speak. And the parents find out. Yep, and he is a super overprotective dad, and of a is daughter, amazing. of a daughter, yes. yeah. And so it's—I've uh, <laughs> yeah, seen
7: that one. That's yeah, good.
5: <laughs> it's
4: absolutely hilarious. <laughs> Definitely worth watching.
7: Yeah, he's oh. entertaining. Yeah, he's good dude. Oh,
4: I, I, there's a—I mean, look at uh, the Rock as a prime example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of a professional wrestler that has made it big. And t- uh, how about um, uh, Drac? Uh yeah, expo- Batista. Yeah, hey, Batista. Batista. Dave yeah. Batista has made a a big. You, know, you can say a little bit like Mr. T, Hulk Hogan, those kind of people too. But mm-hmm. uh, there have been some big time professional wrestlers that have made it, made the transition in. Now, I will say,
5: for the longest time, I was a Rockabetty Betty White 2024 supporter. But since we can't have Betty White, I think uh, Rock John Cena 2024. Yeah, that might be a powerhouse. I mean, even Putin can't mess with that. Right. I, I don't think he. I don't think he'd Would want to. Would you dare? I don't I don't, <laughs> I, mean. I don't. I don't think he'd want to. Well, how can you see the VP coming? He's John Cena. Right.
4: Exactly. <laughs> I got you. See, do you get that? <laughs> ha ha! Okay, got I got it. We're on the same team. All right. Seven thirty-one from ninety-five X. That is a look at entertainment news again. Brought to you by. Our friends at j Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 Bypass, Watertown, and also in Johnson Creek.
0: From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X.
6: Can't start my day without it. Best way to wake up. gets me up, keeps me moving all day. It's where I go every morning for everything I need. We
1: love it!
0: Today's best music,
6: 95X.
4: We head back over to the Daily Dodge News Center right now. Get this local news update with the news ninja. Justin Wilsky. The fire department
5: is investigating why a gas main was struck during street reconstruction. and led to 20 homes being evacuated. A four-inch gas main was struck by construction equipment on South Street around 3 p.m. Friday. It took around an hour to isolate the leak and crimp the lines. Residents were able to return to their homes around 6 p.m. No injuries were reported. The Dodge County Sheriff's Office gave insight to those considering a career in law enforcement. First, an interested applicant must complete the required six-month police academy course. After graduating, the new hire will return to the Sheriff's Office to go through 16 weeks of training with a field officer. That training includes multiple phases in which skills are learned and then built upon. The Sheriff's Office says an ideal candidate is someone with high integrity, accountable for their actions, and is a team player. A link to more information about careers with the Dodge County Sheriff's Office is available at DailyDodge.com. And a marquezan man has been pardoned by the governor. Tony Evers recently announced another 56 pardons, bringing the total number of granted pardons to 554 since 2019. Among the 56 pardons was Thomas Rutten. When Rutten was 21 years old, he sold marijuana to an undercover officer three times. 34 years later, Rutten is a respected member of the Marquezan community, where he lives with his children and owns a floor coating business. The governor's office says the court supports his pardon. I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center.
4: All right. Thank you very much, Justin. That is your look at news this morning. Um, we talked about this earlier. What do you consider a good deal? If you're at a store and you see a sign that says blank off, what's a good deal? Like 25% off, 30% off. What's, what are you um, going to be something that's going to be hard to pass up?
7: I would say anything 25
4: and above. Uh, 25% of people say they do not consider anything a good deal unless it's half off.
7: Wow, picky picky.
4: Yeah, I know that is kind of picky picky, isn't it?
7: That's a, I mean, that's a big expectation. That yeah. doesn't happen very often. No, so.
4: I, no. And Justin brought up the, the uh, fact that how many times I know how big of a, sh- how much you love going shopping <laughs> love and just it. and just love walking through stores for endless hours yeah, looking at not stuff. Not
7: even close to a love of mine. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. So I mean, in order
4: for me to really be excited about something being half off it almost needs to be something that i went to the store on purpose looking for right you know like like if i go to the store and i see a, a rack of um camping chairs half off i'm gonna be like i got enough of those i don't you know but if it's something that i went there looking for, like ooh, boy talk about perfect timing then I probably would be pretty right. excited about that. Right. What about your uh, What about your cell phone? This is something that uh, another poll that asked people: Do you keep your cell phone on silent, on vibrate, or on loud?
7: Uh mine's on vibrate.
4: Yours is on vibrate, so is mine. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe I I've always done that just because of being on the air.
7: Yeah. Well, I do it for a lot of reasons, but yeah.
4: Yeah, I don't. Um, it's, it's annoying for me when you're out someplace and somebody's got their phone as turned up as loud as possible, mm-hmm. and then Don't Stop believing starts playing, <laughs> you know? And you're like, where is that coming from? And it's coming from the dude's pants. <laughs> and he's so used to hearing the ringtone that he doesn't even like, realize that his pants are ringing.
7: It's so loudly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A
4: new poll asked people if they typically keep their phone on loud, vibrate, or silent. 43% said they keep the sound on. said vibrate, and 25% said they keep it on silent. So, silent I don't get. Because silent would mean that when somebody tried calling you, you'd have no idea knowing that they're calling you. Mm. Right? Yeah. By the way, when you break it down by age, older people are far more likely to keep the sound on. 65 of those, uh, 65 and older, keep the sound on. 65% of people, 65 plus.
7: Well, it's also a little tricky, I think, for some people, probably to figure out how to put it on just vibrate when you go into your settings.
4: Is that uh, an older person comment?
7: Uh, I'm just saying. (laughs) I said tricky for some people. Yeah, yeah. I did uh-huh. not specify any age range mm-hmm. or generation. So don't be all sensitive over there.
4: I'm, yeah, I know, but I know you.
7: No. You're
4: going to be old someday, remember.
7: I am old.
4: But you're going to you're going to be at that age where you're going to realize that like you can't do things like you used to or you don't know things as well.
7: I already can't do things <laughs> like <laughs> I used to. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Like you're not going to be able to work somebody else's remote on their TV.
7: Oh, you think that's going to happen?:
4: I think it's going to By
7: th- the time I get to that age, you'll just be able to think about what you want to watch and it'll show up. That's a possibility, but I won't know how to figure that out. Right. <laughs> your brain <laughs> Ooh, your, How do I do that?
4: Yeah, your brain won't have the chip. No. Yeah, your brain will need to get the chip before you can think about doing that. Uh, we're going to get to our kick of the classic coming up in a moment.
0: From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music. 95.
1: On your mind. I have some
4: news I want to share. Want to hear it?
6: Yeah, it kind of depends what the news is. Is it good news? Good news. Great
4: good
8: news. <laughs> That's good news. Great. That is good news.
4: Good news. Let's hear it. First off, before we get to good news, yes, Frampton comes alive. That album. I'm sorry, but if you if you were to, if I honestly was to look at my childhood. From a standpoint of music is concerned, mm-hmm. um, you know there'd be a lot of songs that would come up that I would think about. But if you were to say name an album from your childhood, it 100% would be Frampton Comes Alive because everybody—I was what eighth grade when that came out somewhere on there. Everybody played that album. Everybody
7: loved that album. Unbelievable, right? Yeah, no, I mean, once I heard the song come on, I knew what it was, and I was like, yeah, I can see where that was probably an enormous hit. What would you, in your
4: lifetime, when you were growing up, what would be an album that would be like, the? is there even an album that you would say is the album of your growing up? Nothing comes to mind, right? Because no, there was such, a, really there was such an eclectic mix of music. There was a huge mix. In the, in the late 80s yes. and early 90s, when you would have been going to middle school and high school, mm-hmm. that it would probably be hard to narrow it down
7: to one thing. It would be. Yeah. That would take some extreme thinking on my part.
4: That was the, that was the album that every single kid played. And if you were in a classroom and the teacher had the radio on and that song came on, everybody's like, yeah! Like, everybody. It didn't matter if you were a stoner or a jock or a nerd <laughs> or, or the pretty it princess. It brought everyone together. It did. That album seriously did. Uh, so this story that I've got in Good News is more than just a, a story that's really cool, but it's something, and you can not believe me when I tell you this, this is something I predicted probably... 25 or 30 years ago. Okay. All right. A new superworm has been identified. Oh, no. And no, 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 no. This is good. Okay. This is not like tremors.
7: Oh, yeah, because uh, we're doing good news right, right we're doing now. good yeah. news. Yeah, okay.
4: This, is, this superworm has an appetite and a voracious appetite for plastic, polystyrene plastic. Oh. Yeah. Uh, it could be the key to plastic recycling on a mass scale. Wow. Researchers found that this worm is capable of munching through plastic waste thanks to a bacterial enzyme in their gut. Authors of the study out of Australia say this research could lead to the creation of bioplastics from worm waste that they could combine with other microbes, which then, of course, would become a safe alternative.
7: That's really interesting. And it's really interesting that the plastic wouldn't kill them.
4: Right. Exactly. Uh, They are also conducting further study of the gut bacteria of the worms To determine how they might be grown and used on a large scale to break down plastics. So probably 25, 30 years ago, uh, I've always been a creative guy. And one of the things I thought about was I thought of a monster movie. And the monster movie started with a worm-like creature that they put into garbage dumps that ate all the garbage. And eventually they became so voracious that they left the garbage dump and started eating everything. You know, that oh. was my that was my the story that I came up with, my bra- I know, I've got a weird brain. Yeah, you weird. I, I must have been watching some kind of a scary movie, some kind of a sci fi movie, and that's what I thought of. So I thought about this superworm thing long before we're reading about it, which is really weird for me. I'm mm-hmm. having one of those really weird moments.
7: Oh so, there you have Interesting. it. Interesting. Yeah, there you have it. Um, A 20-year-old man earned the gratitude of his community after he he heroically saved a man who fell onto the electrified rail tracks in Chicago. He quickly jumped into action as he saw the victim being electrocuted on the third rail of the tracks. The brave young man was later rewarded for his heroism by the local community on Wednesday with a car. Aw, the 2009 Audi A8 was gifted by Early Walker, who is the founder of the anti-violence organization I'm Talking, Don't Shoot. Identified as Anthony Perry, the 20-year-old commuter whose fast actions saved a life, risked being electrocuted himself. Yes, he got shocked. In the incident, which could have turned ugly. Yeah, he did. He did get shocked. Um he not only dragged the victim, but also gave the victim CPR, um, and they regained consciousness after that. It was, I mean, this is just a crazy, uh, brave story. Yeah, this young man saw. Like, that's some serious bravery. Yeah. It all started because there was a fight happening. Right. And this guy took a swing, right? Yeah, this guy that fell on the rails took a swing and he missed and he lost his balance.
4: And then fell onto the electrified rail. Yes, I'm surprised he's not dead.
7: I know. It's actually kind of a miracle
4: that yeah, he's not dead. It is and didn't the uh, didn't the guy from the organization said something like we need more Anthony's in this world?
7: He did. He said um, we wanted to literally show our appreciation because we need more people like you. We need more Anthony's in the world. That's
4: fantastic. Yep. Anthony, by the way said that you don't he said you don't understand how important this gift of the car is to him because he has to what take two buses to get to the
7: train or something like that. he goes through a lot of transportation just to get to where he needs to go that is a kid that i think any company
4: would be lucky to have on their team right Mm mm-hmm yeah, a real Absolutely. a real go getter. That's fantastic. All right, that is a little good news today. Let's get uh, Wade in here with a look at sports.
8: In sports, the Horicon High School softball team brought home the state runner-up trophy after being edged by Grantsburg three to two in the Division Four state championship game Saturday at the Goodman Diamond in Madison. It was the ninth time that the program has been to the state tournament. They've got four state titles and now two state runner-ups. Beaver Dam post one forty-six. White Construction American Legion squad back at home tonight as they host Brownsville at 6 o'clock over at the BDHS Diamond. The Brewers snapped an eight-game slide after winning 4-1 at Washington yesterday For manager Craig Council. It was his 563rd victory, which tied Phil Garner for the most in franchise history. Off-date today for the Brewers. They play the Mets, opening up Game 1 of a three-game series on Tuesday night. Game 5 of the NBA Finals is tonight in Oakland, as the Warriors and Celtics are tied at two games apiece. It is your DailyDodge.com Sports Update. I'm Wade Bates.
1: Truva!
4: the story about the worms eating plastic.
7: I still find that amazing yeah. that it doesn't kill them. That right. they, that their gut can take that.
4: Yeah, some kind of an enzyme in their gut. Isn't that crazy? Yes. By the way, have you ever woke up in the middle of the night really hungry and decided maybe you better have a yourself a little bit of a snack to kind of quench
7: the hunger pangs? I have done that before, yeah. yes. What, have, do you have a go-to food? Usually, something sweet and easy, like well, out of the cupboard, you know, well, like a granola bar or right. something.
4: A lot of people grab ice cream. Oh yeah,
7: in the middle of the night. Yeah.
4: Really? Yeah. What a nutritionist thing. That's
7: think. so much work to have to scoop it out. Yeah. Don't wh- you want to be able to go back to bed?
4: I don't know. I don't. I, I. I don't do it. Oh. I don't get up in the middle of the night to go eat. Uh, nutritionists recommend the best snacks that you should eat in the middle of the night. The first one they said is one that I don't know of anybody that's going to say, gee, that sounds good. Uh, sliced turkey breast. What? Yeah. Like, you know, when you keep that li- that yeah, I know turkey breast in your refrigerator. Because yeah. you, you've got it in there all the time, right? Yeah. Yeah. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, there's turkey breast all sliced, ready to go. All the time. Yeah. Just
7: ready for your midnight snack.
4: They say that the tryptophan inside of the turkey can help. With a little bit of a...
7: Okay, now that makes sense. Right. It can help make you go back to sleep, Right, make you a
4: little little tired. Uh, They say the other other good snacks that can help um, with getting you back to sleep, cheese and crackers.
7: Again, that's a lot of work. Uh, Why would you do that?
4: Vegetables. You're just
7: waking yourself up more.
4: Vegetables and hummus. What? Okay. Tart cherries and pistachios. Bananas and nut butter. I know. Bananas and nut butter.
7: Nut butter.
4: Yeah. Uh, Cereal and milk. Again, you got to take the effort of getting the bowl out, the cereal out, the milk out, right? And then how long it takes you to eat it.
7: I can't remember the last time I ate something in the middle of the night because it's been that long, but I certainly wouldn't be like making myself something. And the last
4: thing is something closer to what you said. They said a protein bar, which is similar to a granola bar. Yeah. They said the protein makes you feel full, makes your gut feel full. And so for that reason, mm-hmm. it's, a good, it's, it's probably a good choice. So there you have it.
7: And the, they're saying these are good choices if you feel the need to have something in the middle of the right. night. They're not like promoting getting up in the middle of the night and eating. No. I don't know. I'm. I've never. That disrupts your sleep.
4: I've never ever been a wake up in the middle. The only time, if if I'm dealing with insomnia, I might eat something. Mm. Like if I wake up, Mm -hmm. and I still have several hours to go, I might like eat something Mm -hmm. just to kind of um, hopefully promote sleep. But that stinks, man. That insomnia stuff.
7: I've discovered as of late that I need to stop drinking so much water in the evening. Ah! Yeah. I My cutoff now is eight. I think I need to stop even a little bit before then. Yeah. Or I'm up at one thirty, two o'clock in the morning. Well, yeah. I mean, if you get up once to
4: go to the bathroom, that's not the worst. But I but. don't
7: like that because then I have trouble falling asleep.
4: Oh, yeah. Is that it messes the case? me up. Yeah. You drink that much at night?
7: Well... Some days, if I was behind on getting my water in for the day because I need to drink a certain amount every day or want to drink a certain amount every day, right? Um, then, yeah, then I do my work at night. Hi, uh,
4: you're on the uh, 95X Hotline. How can we help you?
10: Good morning. I was just going to suggest a tasty treat for everybody to eat at night, and that's a store-brand pizza. <laughs> I figured what you
7: were gonna say.
10: <laughs> I mean, you can do all kinds of stuff. You could make like a calzone out of a. You could, you know, flip it in half and make a calzone. Yeah. You, you could make it look like a taco if you want. Sure, Dan. What is uh, they're, Dan? They're what great.
4: is what is the uh, what is the, your your pizza of choice? Well, I like to go to the Aldi. and Get myself a mama Cousy. Okay.
7: Oh, I've never had mm. that.
4: What's on that one? Oh, there's all different flavors of the Mama Poozie. So
7: that's like a brand?
10: Yes. Okay. A gotcha. store brand pizza. Gotcha. And that- thank you for shopping and getting your store brand pizza.
4: <laughs>
7: <laughs> yeah, your local pizza. Remember, you can get more
4: than one. Yeah, your local pizza, your local pizza, a pizza maker place in town probably would really, be, really appreciate that.
10: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it would really loosen up the load.
4: <laughs> all I know is, all I know is I did not think I was going to like a Thanksgiving dinner pizza and it was amazing. It
10: was amazing. Uh, I've yet to see one. I have, I've heard all about it. It's like a unicorn, but I've never seen one.
4: <laughs> we
10: had a chance oh, to did see Did that it. have a slab of that turkey breast that you're talking about on it? It did. I have, think
7: it had chunks of turkey on it. Well, it was turkey, it? and mashed it was potatoes mashed potatoes. Was the base. And wasn't there cranberries? There were cranberries, and corn. And corn oh, and, corn and cheese. It yeah. was so good. It
4: was really, it was one of those sneaky good things. Yeah, that I mean, I'm pretty hungry right now, so I'm about ready to go get
10: my store brand pizza myself.
4: Can you just bust open a case of them, or do you gotta? Is there? We, we do not have any access to any of that goodness.
10: Oh, okay. Ah, but you, the listening public, right. have ample opportunity to get your store brand pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dan. I, I encourage like a ten pack, maybe. Right. <laughs> that's there's a guy. There's a company man that's right not there. Yeah, that's a company oh. man. Did Sherry ever get that box fly out of her?
7: Out <laughs> of my ear yeah. after vacation? I saw
10: something on the uh, National Geographic last night. If you sleep with a stake on the side of your head, the bot fly will go into the stake because he's got to get out to get air during the night. Right. Then you just take the stake off your head. <laughs>
7: Or maybe yeah, you, will be a mistake. Couldn't yeah. you just maybe use Vaseline or something instead of a they, steak? Hey, they That's used the your answer to answer for a lot of things, isn't it, Sherry? <laughs> <Friends of Vaseline. laughs>
4: they used to. They used to, talk, to say the same thing with starving people that had tapeworms: is you starve a person and put a glass of milk in front of their mouth and the tapeworm will come out and go into the mill shut
7: middle. up that's so disgusting and yes my bot fly went away yeah her bot is gone
10: you, can you find that video on youtube of of the
4: of what the bot fly removal coming out. oh no i'm watching it right now yeah it's disgusting Ugh. yeah it's disgusting thanks dan there's Dan Dan, the pizza warehouse man. <laughs> <laughs> I added the extra word pizza. He's doing a great job selling pizzas for the company, isn't have he? I have not heard from yeah, him in a while. He must be
2: working for a promotion today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> I think he's,
4: he's trying hard, man. He's trying hard. I thought for sure that they'd have like, a situation where if a box of pizzas break open, like, oh, well, this one's broken. Whoops. I guess I'll have to eat these. Yep. Have a pizza <laughs> oven handy. I worked at a, um, the, when I was in high school... I worked at a place that was a store that sold fundraising things. So, I mean, and it was like a store that you could go in and shop, mm-hmm. but you could also get like the you know the kids would buy the the big boxes of M and M's that they would go door to door with. Yeah, we had candy like you would not believe. It was crackle bars. It was uh, Reese's peanut butter cups, crackle and it bars, was it was M and M's peanut butter M- peanut M and M's. It was all these candies. And it was always a joke that if you, if like one of the boxes got ripped open from a, a hand truck or a forklift, you know, you couldn't couldn't sell it anymore. So that means the people in the back would have a chance to eat them. Well, what was really cool was for a while I worked with the owner's son, and he abided by the rule of if he was hungry, he'd open up whatever box he
1: wanted <laughs> and then share
4: them with everybody. <laughs> That was fantastic. There was a lot of calories and candy consumed that, uh, those couple of years I was there.
7: Do you remember how common it used to be in just general offices to have vending machines? Oh, sure. That's really kind of fallen by the we, wayside a little we bit. We had one here. I remember. Oh, do you was, remember the yeah, one underneath the, had, the stairs? Oh, not that one. I remember we had oh two in the kitchen. We had a soda, oh, yeah, there was had a soda. A soda one and um, then a food one. I don't remember the food one in the kitchen. Craig, do you remember that?
9: I remember having like a kind of a low rent one under the stairs. That's like Sherry's saying. That's
7: the one that I remember. It was like
9: not, it was not like a vending machine. Vending machine it was like a vending machine you get at like a big box store for consumers. Right.
7: Am I not remembering correctly? Maybe it was the only huh. we the had soda the so- we
9: had
4: the soda machine in the kitchen.
7: Yes, that, that but the, I clearly but the remember. machine
4: that we had under the stairs is what Craig said. It was like a Costco, mm-hmm. Sam's Club kind of a vending right. machine that had snacks in it. I never. I never was interested in the snacks that they had in there, but and they yeah, weren't we, even good snacks. They no.
9: were like off-brand crackers.
4: <laughs>
7: <Yeah>. <laughs> Stale.
9: <laughs> they might have been perfectly fresh, but I mean, ooh. off-brand crackers are, I think are the least right. um, appetizing thing you yeah. could possibly. And then
4: there was get. then there was some unique things like ooh, who doesn't love cottage cheese on a stick? <laughs> you know mm. that kind of a thing.
7: How would that even work? I just
4: kidding. <laughs> So there's a
9: movie with uh, with Goldie Hawn and Amy Schumer called uh, Snatch.
7: Yes, I saw
9: it. With, y- yeah, yes. my condolences to those who have seen it, but yes. at least you've probably seen the most interesting tapeworm <laughs> yes. comedy you yeah. could
7: see. <laughs> I've not seen Ugh. it. I
4: don't know what yeah. you're talking they about. Were, they end up in South America. They're like mother and daughter. I'm
7: familiar with yeah. the, yes. Yeah.
4: I actually, we watched it because it would look funny. And Amy Schumer, I like it Amy wasn't. Schumer. But the tapeworm scene was.
7: I think Rick memorable. liked the movie, Craig. Did you like it? I, I didn't. I didn't hate it. Oh, okay. Well, that's not
9: yes. yes. I didn't yeah. hate it. He liked it. Yeah, I mean it was watchable.
7: It made him laugh.
4: Especially the tapeworm the tapeworm <laughs> scene was pretty. pretty
7: <laughs> Will Ferrell can never make him laugh, nor can Jim Carrey. But give him a good tapeworm with Amy Schumer and Goldie
4: <laughs> By the way, guys, uh, um, we've heard of this kind of stuff before. Craig, you might, you probably have covered stories like this maybe not just in beaver dam but in other cities um there is rules when it comes to shoveling your sidewalk and there's also rules isn't there rules when it comes to like cutting your grass shoveling the sidewalk with snow or
7: right. just in general right. no oh, i mean okay. yeah with snow getting yeah. it done in a timely manner right yeah. what about what, got 24 what's,
9: hours what's the
4: rule with grass cutting
9: um in in the city of Madison, for example, you have to cut your grass every seven to ten days. In the city of Beaver Dam, you have to keep your grass below six inches. Okay. So okay. there's variations that's a really for the good height the
2: though. Mm-hmm. That's like yeah, yeah that's, that, that, is good, that is a good that is that is good height. Yeah. Right. What about
4: what do you are, are is the if you have a, a tree on your home on your things, you have to also make sure the branches are like not over the sidewalk, right?
9: i don't know about that i think you have to i yeah you know i know there are places where there's like bushes that are overgrowing the sidewalk and i sometimes i just never see them addressed so i don't know if it's a matter of contacting the building inspector or something like that if that's an issue because
4: this is not just an issue here this is the story that i saw this morning an 84 year old british woman is refusing to trim her bush
2: Must be despite, a really big bush, then.
4: Despite orders from local <laughs> officials, her name is Becky Curtis, and she has allowed her bush to grow so large <laughs> that it now covers part of the Why is sidewalk? everybody snickering? Part of kidding. the sidewalk.
9: Dan Dan, the warehouse man, is on line one.
4: <laughs> <laughs> the town sent her a letter saying some neighbors complained about her bush, It's getting in the way. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Let me walk down the street. Your bush
7: is in my way. (laughs) (laughs) Becky is
4: concerned that cutting it back will make it less attractive.
9: You need a machete Hmm. on that.
4: (laughs) And there are are plenty of neighbors who like the look of her overgrown bush. (laughs) I'm glad
9: my mom's not able to listen today because the stream is having some issues.
4: She adds that pruning it would deprive the uh, bumblebees of the flowers that bloom on it in the summer. She says we must do what we can to help the bees. And I think we all agree with Becky on that. Yes, The town says it's a health and safety issue when she needs to... Trimmer Bush. Becky says right now she's leaning towards leaving it alone unless she's absolutely forced to. And then if she does it, obviously she wants to do it in a pretty way. Yeah. So. <laughs> Sometimes you oh. want to shape it.
7: Right. Yeah. Yeah, you it's still attractive. Have, you want to have the right shape so it's still we've attractive. All seen, we've all seen those commercials, right? right. Exactly. <laughs> right. I mean, if you're worried
9: about the bees, maybe you can make some type of landing strip or something <laughs> <laughs> for
1: them. Oh.
2: That'd be courteous. Oh. That would be yeah. courteous, I That think. would be very
9: courteous. Right exactly. there. some,
1: there's actually some
2: photos of Becky's uh, flowering bush.
1: Oh, boy. I would install some sort of
5: bee box. Mm. That would be good.
9: Yeah.
1: Oh, I yeah. They why? like milkweed,
9: I know. Goodness. Oh, wait. That's the <laughs> no, monarch butterflies. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> well, um, are we talking more horror culture after the break? Correct. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Very, very more more horticultural, horror horticultural
4: to culture coming up in just a couple of moments.
0: From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. Hey. With 95X early really funny in the
10: morning Hilarious man Just fun to listen to
0: Today's best music 95X
4: Alright we are back with uh, the 95X Morning Show I see Ninja's smiling face over there Howdy howdy Good morning It's good to see you Craig Warmbold way in the background uh, He's working on our stream issue right now Hey
9: everybody how's it going
4: And then uh, Thomas is over here Oh My stream's
2: fine. Thank you for asking. Okay.
7: <laughs> that's important. Even more so it as is. you age. Yes, yes, definitely.
4: Sherry's here. And, of course, Jennifer joins us to talk south-central Wisconsin weather. Hi, Jennifer. Hello. Oh, my goodness. So we're ready to go. We're talking about heat and humidity that's going to be coming in for the next couple of days. <laughs> Get ready cuz it's going to be here in just uh, a couple of days like I said uh, tomorrow uh, uh, we tomorrow. start with yeah. the advisory right We're going to uh, we're going to pick Jennifer's braid talk a little weather but first let's play another round of yes or bs mm. Got to tell me whether these are yes statements or bs statements New York became the last state to put photographs on their driver's license and it wasn't until 1984 <laughs> Craig is that a yes or a bs uh, B.S. Ninja!
7: I feel like they'd be difficult, so sure. Yeah. All right. Sherry? I just feel like that's so specific, what you just said. Yeah. And that's the only reason I'm going to say yes. Otherwise, 84, that seems late. Uh, I Thomas. I'm going to go
4: B.S. You're going to go B.S. and Jennifer?
6: Also B.S.
4: Yeah, it is a yes! Believe it or not, New York, it took them until 1984. That's crazy. To put photographs on a driver's license. Pictures on a license. Wow. Yeah. Forget about it. That's crazy. (laughs) Um, uh, Next one. It takes a lobster seven years to grow to one pound in weight. Ninja. Seven Seven years. years. You're going to say yes to that one. Thomas? Sure. Sherry?
7: I think it's faster than that. All right,
4: Craig? I think that's true.
7: And
9: Jennifer! I, I missed part of it. So for it ta- what to
6: it,
4: grow? It, it takes a lobster seven lobster. years to grow to one pound in weight. I going to say BS. It's true. Really? Mm, yeah, yeah, that's a long time. Well. I mean, think about it. How small they've got to be for how long of a time.
5: I've seen a lot where they'll pull, like, crab fishermen will pull up a cage or whatever and they'll have a lobster in it. And they'll pull the lobster out. And the lobster's pretty big, but it's still only, like, you know, so big. they'll be like, oh, this one's got to be at least 120 years old. Right. So, And I think there's a... I think 120 there's a, at that age, I figure, it's slow growing.
1: Wow.
4: I, I do think that there's a law, too, because Maine lobster, or what everybody always talks about, and I think there's a law that says if you catch a, a lobster that's a certain size, like really big, you have to put them back. Right. Um, because of the fact that they, they're still... They're males. Right. And they're still... Doing a lot of yeah. multiplying, right? Uh, here's an interesting one. There are ten acres in the courtyard of the Pentagon. Thomas? Huh. Hmm. Yes or B.S.? Hmm. Seems like an awful lot. Uh, I'm gonna say B.S. You're gonna say B.S. Sherry? Did you say eight? I said ten <laughs> acres in Seven the courtyard. It
7: was a question. Oh, tapeworms
4: acting up. Right.
7: <laughs> I'm gonna say yes. You're gonna say acre sounds like eight. I see where she
6: heard it. Right. That's fine. She's fine.
9: Right. Craig? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's definitely a courtyard, and 10 sounds about right, sure. ninja. I'm going to say
5: no, it's eight acres in honor of Sherry.
4: All right, <laughs> and what about you, Jennifer? B.S. Yeah. It is B.S. The courtyard is only five acres.
1: Oh. Mm-hmm. Only five. That's Sherry still a
7: lot, close. though. Think about it. <coughs> yeah, I mean, space. it's a big, big space, big building. Uh, the Eiffel Tower
4: is repainted every 10 years, Ninja. Is that yes or BS? Sure. Uh, Craig? Mm, BS. All right. And how about you, Thomas? Mm, that's too long. BS. And Sherry? I'm going BS. And Jennifer? BS. It is BS. It's every seven years.
9: Seven? I would It have is every Yeah.
4: seven wow, years. What a hassle. Um, in the late 18th century... Prussian surgeons treated stuttering by snipping off a part of the patient's tongue. Cherry, <gasps> what? Uh, when was this? In the 18th century, to I cure was what? The Prussians. The stuttering. Prussian. stuttering. Yes. To cure stuttering. They would Ooh. snip off part of your tongue. What they do for impotence? I'm
1: gonna. <laughs> I'm, I'm just. Say <laughs> for infants. No, he said no. for.
7: He said impotence. Oh. These guys have a one-track mind this morning. Um, Don't lump us all together. It's true. Thomas has been good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to say yes.
4: You're going to say yes. Ninja. Heard it helps with a lisp, too. Yeah. All right. Craig? Uh, Yeah, no, that didn't happen. All right. Thomas? Really hope it didn't happen. And Jennifer? I'll say yes. You're going to say yes. It actually did happen. Oh. In the 18th century, <laughs> no, they did uh, part of people cured the tongue. stuttering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not
7: necessarily. I'm guessing it didn't.
4: <clears throat> well, they didn't stutter after that. You may not want to use John. They didn't they talk after, after that. that at all. Yeah. When he first, when he first bought his very first one, it was pink. Talking about Elvis Presley and Cadillacs. What do you think, Thomas? Yes. Cherry. Hmm. Sure. All right, Dinja. Um, I'm gonna say no. All right, Craig. Pink Cadillac driving down the street. All right, and how about you, Jennifer? Yeah. There's only one of you that is correct, and that is the one that said no. Uh, Elvis's first Cadillac was actually blue, but then he took it into the shop and had it painted pink. Mm. Ah, kind of oh, a trick question. Tricky, tricky. A little bit of a trick question there. Um, Franklin Delano Roosevelt was the first American to win the Nobel Peace Prize. Craig? Who was? Franklin Delano Roosevelt. First American. Yeah, let's go with FDR. All right. Ninja? He seems
5: like he's done a lot of good stuff and he's got the Roosevelt name, so why not? All right. Sherry?
7: Did you say first American?
4: Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Thomas? I'll am gonna. say no on this one. You're going to say BS on this one. How about you, Jennifer? I'm going to say no. Uh... Thomas and Jennifer are correct. It would have been a different oh. Roosevelt. Ah. Uh, Theodore Ro- Roosevelt. Roosevelt, the mm-hmm. Roosevelt was the first American. Is that was trick Nobel question. Mm hmm. Guy has mm-hmm. one stuffed animal named after him. And, <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> uh,
4: in Washington, D.C., no building is allowed to be taller than the Washington Monument. Sherry?
7: Um, okay, sure. Uh,
4: Thomas? Oh, I think it's the camp. I'm going to say B.S. All right. How about you, Ninja? Mm, Sure. Why not?
9: Craig? I think there are buildings that are taller than that. Egos, too. All
4: right. (laughs) Yes, uh, definitely. Jennifer? Yes. Uh, No building is allowed to be taller than the Washington Monument is a correct statement. Wow. It is still the Hmm. tallest building in town. Wow. Hmm. All right. Uh, Q is the only letter in the alphabet that does not appear in the name of any of the United States. Ninja. Say her? No. You're going to say no. All right. Like the
9: names of the states?
4: Correct. Right. Craig. Yes or no? Yeah, there is no Q Uh, in any state.
7: No, that wasn't the question. That's not
4: the question. The question is Q is the only letter in the alphabet that does not appear in a state. Yeah, in the name of a state. Yeah, okay. Right? Uh, That's what
2: I said, right? Sherry?
7: Um, I'm going to say there are other letters that could possibly be in there. Oh. I'm going to right. say BS. Yes.
2: I'm going to agree with Sherry. Yeah, and what about you, Jennifer?
4: I'm going to say yes. It is yes.
7: I'm going to change Hugh the Q is the
4: only letter in the alphabet
7: that does oh, not appear in the I'm name sorry, of i Thomas. Huh? I know I answered so confidently.
5: <clears throat> I just get yelled at by my child. She's like, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. I'm like, what about X? And I forgot about New Mexico. Right.
6: Well, I thought
4: of Z two, and I was just kind of like, "Oh, Arizona." Arizona. Oh, Arizona. Yeah, Texas. It's yeah. Easy to forget yeah. about Texas. A. Mm. Um, and if down. you spend one second on each number, it would take you four years to count to one billion. Craig.
9: <sighs> no, I'm sure it's not four years on the dot. I'm sure it's like four
4: years well, in one day. Well, I'm or just going to round it up. I'm just going <sighs> to round it and say it's it's four, four million. I'm sorry. Sorry. Billion. Four. Four billion. Four years to count to one billion. All right, I'll go along with that. You're going to go say yes. Sherry? I don't even know what the question was. Wait, wait, can <laughs> you, you repeat the question. Sure, sure. <laughs> if you spend one second reading each number, it would take you four straight years to count to one billion.
7: <gasps> Ugh, that sounds awful. Um, y- no. No.
4: No, ninja. No, I'm pretty sure it's much longer than that. Uh Thomas, I I'll say yes. And Jennifer. I say no. It is much longer. 32 yeah. years. Ugh. Is what it would take. Why you.
7: would someone do that? I, mean, <laughs> little I don't basic think anybody's math. ever
4: done, I
5: mean, done it. 525,600 <laughs> minutes times 60 to get you the number of seconds
4: in a year and Uh Next one. <laughs> black has become the most popular car color in America. Thomas? BS. BS. Ninja? Mm, BS. Craig? Uh, uh, true. Totally true.
7: Sherry? I'm going no.
4: And Jennifer? I say no. Yeah. Do you guys have any idea what the, is the most popular car color in America? It's not black. Right. So. white. It is white, Jennifer. You oh. are correct. It is white. Well,
9: yeah, is there's that, a lot
7: of white vehicles. Does that
9: there. count rental? places that always seem to just get white cars?
7: Um,
4: maybe, because it's still, if they're buying them, right? Yeah. Maybe they only buy the white cars because they have higher <laughs> resale value.
7: My car rental mm. was blue.
4: Okay, last couple, guys. <laughs> every, every U.S. president that has had a beard has been a Democrat.
7: Thomas. BS. Sherry. I feel like we've talked about this before. I'm going to say no. You're going to say BS as well. Ninja. I'm going to say if you talked
4: about it, it's a Yes. All right, Craig. No, definitely not. And Jennifer. B.S. Yes. It is a B.S. A uh, big B.S. Because every president that's had a beard... Has been a Republican. Has been a Republican. Even though oh. they were... Thank you,
9: Garfield. ...kind of more Democrats when they were Republicans. Right, exactly. Well, yeah.
4: And last one for you guys. or at last two for you guys. The blood pressure of a healthy human is about the same as that of a spider. Sherry. What? Sherry.
7: What? <laughs> How do you even take the blood pressure of a spider to really know that? Have a cup. very
4: small cuff. <laughs>
7: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little stethoscope.
4: A very brave nurse.
7: <laughs> um, I'm going to say B S. Ninja. Sure, why not? Thomas. Yes. Jennifer.
4: No. And Craig. Nope. It is Two. It's Two. It is Two.
6: You can't they can't possibly know that. There's not not a chance. But there's no
4: blood in a
5: spider. Uh, I've smushed some pretty big spiders. There's no crying in baseball. It's
2: something gloopy.
4: And last one, last one. During World War II, it was against the law in Russia to name your horse Adolf. Ninja.
3: Hmm.
2: (laughs) I'm going to say yes. Craig. Nope. Sherry. No. Yeah, they saved it for the uh, the donkeys.
4: All right. (laughs) so you're going to say I'm
2: going to agree with Ninja. You're going to agree with Ninja. And
6: Jennifer?
4: Uh, no. Um, it was against the law to name your horse Adolf in Germany, uh, but not in Russia. Hey! Uh, okay. Got you guys well, on that one. Gotcha. that one. All right, good job. Uh, let's get to Jennifer's weather now. Obviously, we're all thinking about tomorrow and the next day. And from what you told me last time around, it's almost going to be two days that we're going to be under a heat advisory, right?
6: Yeah, exactly. So today, definitely want to take advantage of, however, we are looking at a slight risk for severe weather. So definitely something to be uh, mindful of. We do have a slight chance for some showers and storms in the morning hours. Better chance for that coming in in the afternoon. So if you need anything done, get that done this morning. Otherwise, cloudy skies develop today. Highs getting up right around about the mid-70s. We should be in the upper 70s, so slightly below average. Tonight, a slight chance for showers and storms early on, mostly cloudy, low near 66. Significant increase in temperatures here for your day on Tuesday. We've got that heat advisory going into effect tomorrow morning at 11, and that's going to continue until Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Looking at sunny skies here for your, thir- or excuse me, for your Tuesday, high gets up around about 94 degrees. Heat indices above 100 tomorrow. Then for uh, Wednesday, a chance for some showers and thunderstorms. Blend of clouds and sunshine high around about 92. Thursday looks like a little bit cooler just by a few degrees, mostly sunny high around 85, then 80 here for your day on Friday with some sunshine. I'm Meteorologist Jennifer Wichibski.
0: This is five random
7: facts. Let's spin the random wheel of topics. Yeah, he's just saying random words
6: <laughs>
0: on the 95X Morning Show.
4: All right, let's get to it. It is time for five. Count them one, two, three, four, five. Five random facts. This is the only way that Jennifer can actually get through her day is to have us bring out five random facts. Absolutely. All right, so here we go. Random fact number one. You're welcome. Four of the top 12 highest-grossing films of all time were released in 2015. Think about that. Four of the top 12 highest-grossing films of all time came out in 2015. Which were what? Uh, Avengers Age of Ultron Furious 7 mm. Jurassic World oh. and Star Wars The Force Awakens mm. uh, yes. right. you have it. there you have it yeah. Um. how about this this is something that's an interesting one Michigan touches four of the five Great Lakes and there's no spot in the state more than 78 miles from one of them. Mm-hmm. Huh. 78? Yeah. You're, you're, anywhere you are in the state of Michigan, you're 78 miles away from one of the Great Lakes. i gotta look at a map. The spot is a corner in downtown Easton Rapids, Michigan, which is in the center of the state and 78 miles from Lake Erie. Hmm. That's the, that's the one place that is the like the... Farthest away, and it's farthest, only yeah. it's only seventy eight miles. I'm oh anxious, yeah, so. Lake
9: Erie. But yep. like, really, in the middle of the state, right? The the state's only one hundred and forty eight.
4: You got to remember that you go to the west and you're in Lake Michigan, and if you go to the lake, if you go to the north, you're in Superior, and to the east, I think it would be Huron, right?
6: Huron and Erie,
4: and then Erie, because Ontario is the only one that it doesn't touch. So then mm-hmm. that means that Grand Rapids and Detroit are about
9: 150 miles away? From what? Each other.
6: Detroit isn't.
9: The halfway point of Grand Rapids and Detroit, I would think, wouldn't...
6: Detroit is basically right on Lake Erie, almost.
9: Right, but the halfway point between the two of them, between De- Grand Grand Rapids and Detroit...
4: Oh. We'll spend some time on yeah, that.
9: I'm, I'm
4: looking at the maps. Right with maps here. Random fact number three. The title for Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me, was actually censored in several other countries. In Finland, it was called The Spy Who Bumped Me.
7: <laughs>
4: Croatia had, oh, this sounds better, The Spy Who Groped Me.
7: Oh, oh. great.
1: Yeah.
4: very friendly. And in China, it was The Spy Who Liked Me A Lot.
6: Oh, I like that one. I like that
4: one, too. No, the spy that groped me sounds so much better. That's worse. Than shagged me. Mm. Way worse. Yeah. Uh, Oh, here's a legend. Wilfred Brimley was only 49 years old. Only 49 years old when he starred as the grandfather in Cocoon. For comparison's sake, Tom Cruise turns 60 In a couple of weeks, and he's still making action movies. But you think about it. Back in those days of making movies, it was very common for somebody in their 40s to be, like, considered a grandfather and Mm -hmm. old. But Tom Cruise still looking young. Still looking pretty good at 60 years old. It's all that Scientology juice. And here's something I did not know. There are no bridges over the Amazon River.
2: There you go. Really?
4: (laughs) Yep. Jennifer, I know uh-huh. you got to fly. You have yourself a great day. We'll talk tomorrow.
6: Thanks much, you too. All
4: right. I did not know that there was no. I mean, is the Amazon River so wide maybe that they can't build bridges? There's got to be some parts mm-hmm. where it's possible. The banks might not be able to support it. Mm-hmm. Right? That's a possibility. Oh, that could be, yeah. A pos- mm-hmm. I mean, Make I think right banks. now the only way to get across is on ferries. That's the only way to. Co- could you imagine being on a ferry boat that overturns in the Amazon River? No.
7: Why would you even say that? No.
4: Piranhas <laughs> no. and other creatures that are in yeah, there. Yeah, no. Man, I'm hearing a no. <laughs> South America, <laughs> I got to no. be, be, be honest with you. South America is like one of the least attractive places that I would ever want to be. Why? Because of that. Because of the Just ra- that? Just all the creepy crawlers and everything that are down there? The big
7: anacondas? Well, you don't have to venture Not into everywhere. areas where those things live.
4: Well, yeah, okay, if I go to if I go to the main city in Brazil... That'd be kind of cool.
7: Okay then, see. But not I, I, the whole. I the imagine whole there's Everglades, a lot of cool stuff to see. The whole in Everglades South freaks
2: me out. The whole. Yeah. So you wouldn't want to take just a, a casual stroll through like a little tourist center. I did. The side of I the did. Amazon? I did the airboat through the through the Everglades,
4: and that oh. was a little bit freaky because you'd stop and like, okay, look over here, folks. There's a 12-footer. and There's this huge alligator. And then you go through, and you can see some like pythons hanging from the trees and stuff. Yeah, we Ooh. catch those actually. Yeah, that's our dinner right there. Right. I just saw. Blech. I just saw a picture show up <laughs> on uh, on Google of an alligator eating a huge python down in the Everglades. It's like, yep, there's one way of getting rid of the python problem. Yuck. Mm. Can
9: somebody tell me how Wisconsin gave up their little, uh, the the UP? Was there a war or something that I forgot? How did they, uh, why is that Michigan? It makes no sense. And in geography class in school, they like never pointed that out. It was always just like, yeah, here's Michigan. It's always just one entity. They never mentioned the UP when I was growing up. And literally until I moved here, I didn't even know about the UP. Well, I did. Okay, I'm lying about that. But what is the deal with that? How did Wisconsin lose that? That's, I don't know. That, that's, this is the UP is all Wisconsin. I don't did know. Michigan get that? I don't
4: know that we all. I don't know that was ever ours, Craig. Eh, I think it was
9: always the Native Americans, correct? But still, it's like just it's literally connected <laughs> to Wisconsin. Yeah. It, the, Michigan should have no claim over that. That's ridiculous.
7: Yeah. When you look at it, like the the physical placement of it, it definitely would make more sense to be Wisconsin. Yeah. All the way. Yeah, I,
4: to I, I agree, but I, I and I don't know the how, the reasoning behind it. Maybe we lost it in a game of, of twenty one or something like that.
7: P-knuckle? yeah, <laughs>
4: could or Jart- dominoes. Jarts, jarts, <laughs> bad <laughs> jarts loss. <laughs> That's a bad one, losing the jarts, because you could die from jarts.
7: The old school well, that's, charts, that's yeah. That's how you
4: lose,
9: yeah. That's
7: why they don't make them anymore. Yeah, one per,
4: one person got hurt, and that's why we got rid of
9: not them. Is, not only is every place in Michigan just 85 miles uh, at the most, well, the Wisconsin uh the michigan.gov.dnr website would beg to disagree. Oh, it says 85. It says 85, but it's all Michigan In Michigan you're also no more than 6 miles away from any body of water, which means you're no more than 6 miles away from great fishing at any given time in Michigan according to their DNR.
4: Oh. Which is
9: already a little shaky between this 78 and 85 thing if you ask me. Yeah, I agree. There's there's basically the Michigan DNR, there's a rock web, uh website 1025
8: and uh, those are the
9: only two sources that I see for this information. Let's go event. to the line.
4: Hi, uh, this
9: is ninety-five X.
3: Uh yes. Uh, I, it, the History Channel had on what? What happened? We can all blame Pennsylvania because <laughs> they wanted to extend their western border to get to Lake Erie. Uh huh. So then, when Ohio came in, they pissed, complained, and they moved their northern border up to take from Michigan. Indiana wanted to be bigger, so they moved up. So when Michigan came in, they took the UP away from Wisconsin and gave it to Michigan. Oh! Wow. And then, if you notice, the very southern border of Lake Michigan? Yes. That's where Wisconsin's southern border should be. But Illinois wanted to be the biggest state in the Union, so they moved it up where it is now, so... Chicago actually would have been part of Wisconsin. Wow, <laughs> that hilarious!
7: Huh. That's a lot of knowledge you yeah, just dropped man, on us.
4: I'll tell you what, you are a history connoisseur.
3: Well, if you watch the History Channel a lot of time on Sunday, Mister Rick, yes, they tell they tell you a lot of this stuff. That's right a- now they are telling you what food made America great.
4: Oh, <laughs> well, that's a great that show, is incredible. Man. Hey, thank you for that update. By the way, we're behind schedule. We got to go. Craig's going to update us on news next
0: from the Ho Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio. This is today's best music, ninety-five X. 95X Morning Show. I have them on
6: all morning. They're hilarious. They make me laugh in the morning. What else could you ask for? Anything can happen.
0: Today's best music. 95X.
4: Time for today's day in history. We are making history here, people. We're making history. You are on the wrong side of history, my friend. You guys
0: ready to make history? On the 95X Morning Show.
2: All right, let's do it. Let's get to today's day in history. Thomas. All right, the 13th of June. Let's cover a few here. 1774, Rhode Island became the first of Britain's North American colonies to ban the importation of slaves. Oh. The Great Vancouver Fire destroyed much of the Canadian city today in 1886. Ooh, wow. Great Vancouver fire. The Jeez. Canadians have fires too, huh? Apparently so. Stanley Kubrick's controversial uh, Loita was released in 1962. Yeah, it's probably not a, uh appropriate subject matter for
9: anyone.
4: I don't even know what it is. It's about a
9: adult man with a... a having a relationship with a very young girl.
2: Oh, uh,
9: and so you—the you, term is fairly popular in vernacular. Oh, Lolito. Yeah, Lolita. Uh, uh, Look L- at that. Yes, and it's a situation where she flirted
4: with him. Right, but still, she's like, uh. you know. That's where we come up with the Long Island Lolita. Long gotcha. Island Lolita, yeah. right? There's oh. so many
2: uses
9: in our language that are tied to And he started this. that with, with well, he, I mean, he t- turned it into a movie. I mean, right. I think that oh. predated even, but like a movie. the
2: name and the theme that was before.
9: Ah, I'd, I'd, I'd have mm-hmm. to look into that, but I'm, I'm, I'm sure Kubrick didn't, isn't the one who...
2: And finally, 1966, yeah. the United States Supreme Court rules in Miranda v. Arizona that the police must inform sp- suspects of their rights before questioning. Them. Exactly. What year was that? 66. Oh, wow, okay. Celebrity birthdays today, Cody Smith McPhee, nightcrawler in uh, Deadpool 2 and uh, X-Men Apocalypse 26 today. Aaron uh, Taylor-Johnson. Actor is thirty-two. Kate Denning's oh is thirty-six. Cat, Cat Dennings. Cat Denning's. Oh, thank you. Mary Kate Ashley Olsen, thirty-six as well. Wow. Today. Captain America has a birthday. Chris Evans forty-one. Steve O from Wild Boys and Jackass is forty-eight today. Ali Sheedy sixty. Jeez. Tim Tim oh. Allen sixty-nine. Stellan Sarsgaard seventy-one. Yeah. And uh, Malcolm McDowell, still with us, is 79. And Paul Lind, born today, 1926. Paul Lind, you disgusting person, you. All
4: right, that is uh, a look at today's day in history.
0: From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music. 95.
1: Plan to Protect. Brought to you by the Wisconsin Department of Health Services.
0: It's the morning show. I listen every morning. Funny upbeat, much better than coffee on 95X.
4: All right, we're going to wrap things up with our kicking it classic and our kicking it classic today, we go back to 1988. Um, the album in question debuted on this day mm. in 1988. Now, I remember the album coming out. I remember how much MTV was playing songs off of it, but I did not realize this about this particular album. The album became one of the most successful debut albums of all time. Huh. Selling seven million copies in the United States and setting a record hmm. for the most number one singles that came off of an artist's debut Ooh. album. Hmm. Now, Craig, you're pretty well-versed in music. you have any idea what album we're talking about? At this uh, point, no. No. need some more. You need, I need hmm. to give you guys a little bit more information. Please. Uh, this album was done by an accomplished cheerleader and choreographer. Oh, okay. Now you know? I think so. Yeah, the album was called Forever Your yeah, Girl. there you go. And it was the album... That was the biggest, one of the biggest debut albums of all time. So let's just play one tune from that album as our Kickin' It Classic. From
0: the 95X Ho-Chunk Gaming, Wisconsin Dell Studios, this is the Kickin' It
10: Classic. It's the Kickin' It Classic. On the 95X Morning Show.